0: What's up, people? Welcome back to the BCMA Podcast. That's the Black Clover Martial Arts Podcast. It's your boy, Lucky, from Lucky's Muay Thai. I hope y'all are doing well. Let's talk UFC 251. I have some breaking news here. Uh, It appears that due to the rising cases of coronavirus in Florida, uh, Florida gyms are now going to be closed. Uh, Time to get those Zooms ready, people. More details at 6. Okay, so I guess the gyms are closed. Ah, my gym's closed. That was unexpected. Alright, Um, not the way I wanted to start off the show. But I guess the show must go on, as they say. So, UFC 250. Uh, that's some more breaking news here. Uh, it appears that uh, gyms will now be open in the state of Florida. And schools will now be open as well. All right. Um, Okay, so more details at 6. The gyms are not closed. They're open. Again. All right. Okay, so the gyms are now open. The gyms are open. So my gym's open. All right, y'all. Let's keep it moving. UFC 251. Here we go. We got Max Holloway. Breaking news, uh, again. Okay, appears the gyms are open, but the rules have changed. Now you have to be 10 feet apart and wear a mask unless you're doing strenuous activities like you're in a gym, and in which case you have to go outside. But they are open, not closed. So... Jesus fucking Christ. Can you at least arrest the cops to kill Breonna Taylor? Jeez. Okay, so the gyms are open, but everybody has to stay 10 feet apart and wear a mask. And you're opening schools in a month. Florida, what the f- I could not, if I wanted to, try to explain this madness in Florida, in Miami specifically. Um I guess the gyms are open now, so 10 feet apart with the mask on or outside for strenuous activity, which is why you went to the gym in the first place. I don't know. I don't know enough about the virus. I don't know enough about any of this, so... You know, everybody's guess is as good as mine. Like, good luck out there. Do your best to stay safe. Ah, so let's talk about UFC 251 real quick. Out at Yaz Island in Abu Dhabi. They flew everybody out there. Flew them to Vegas. Flew them to Abu Dhabi. Um this is dope, man. I can't wait to see the fights. I think the octagon's outside, so that'll be cool. Um Gilbert Burns and his team tested positive, right? Everybody knows. That we get to see Street Jesus against the Nightmare, Nigerian Nightmare, uh, Usman. So, this fight to me is really just a matter of how much training Masvidal really got to do. I know that um, uh, Poirier said he was training with him the, his entire camp so that he never stopped training. So, he should be in pretty good shape. Is he in fight shape? I mean, was he running? Is his cardio up? I don't know. Does it matter? Um... Obviously, Usman is in probably phenomenal shape because he was preparing for Gilbert Burns. But you know, it only takes one from Street Jesus, so we'll see. Uh, I, I look to, I look forward to seeing what happens if you know if we get into the the third and fourth rounds. You know how the uh, cardio of Masvidal holds up because he's a beast, man, and I I would like to see him do really well. Obviously, I like Usman too. For me, I just I want to see a great fight between these two because I really like them both. Thug Rose versus Uh This fight happened before. And before, Rose was doing what Rose does. Rose was hitting her from the outside. Combinations. I mean, her striking was phenomenal. Her footwork was great. She got hemmed up on the cage um, a couple times towards the end. And is a monster, man. You can't let her get her hands on you. Uh, She was having a hard time defending. I think it was just a single leg. And um got scooped and dumped on her head. Which is always a scary, scary thing. And she got knocked out from that. Took some time off. She said she found her passion for fighting again. So here we go. Let's see this rematch and see if she can, you know, maintain her distance and and not allow her to pick her up. I think that's the big thing. I think getting into a grappling match with her might be okay, but she's super powerful. Rose is sick on the ground, so I mean, it could be a wash down there, but it's better than, you know, being scooped up and dumped on your head any day of the week. So I, I would, pref- you know, if it's going to go to a grappling match, I prefer just go straight. I don't know how you make it do that if she's trying to scoop you, but to the ground. Uh Max Holloway versus Volkanovski, and we're going to talk about a, a little bit of a thing here. The fight was close. And the leg kicks might have been the difference. And max holloway in the lead up uh videos was talking about how it was just a smack you know they were smacking they weren't you know the thuds are the ones that really hurt this is true but in the eyes of the judges those little smacks and those little kicks are scoring so if the rest of the fight is even those uh those opportunities where he's throwing the leg kicks on the exit or the leg kicks on the entrance before he starts throwing his combinations or shoots or whatever it may be in any fight, those little leg kicks can count against you, right? So you have to either make sure that you're checking them or you have to make sure that you're making your opponent pay for throwing them, meaning like you have to sit down, even maybe slide forward throwing combinations with your hands or looking to you know, slide back out of the way and maybe throw a counter kick, something else. But um, if you're taking those, you may not even hurt from them. You may not think they're much, but the judges are judging those little points. So if you're an amateur fighter, if you're a, a pro, obviously um, scoring, you still got to score. If the fights, listen, if it's going to the third and fourth, both of you and your opponent obviously are tied. You know, when you're in there are obviously tired or feeling, you know, like, man, I, I don't know if I can finish this dude standing, you know, maybe if we grapple and they may be thinking the same thing, those little extra leg kicks, just those little ones, those will add up and the scores will add up in your favor. Um That's why you see fights where jabs, little jabs at the end of fights where nothing else is going on. Those things add up, man. Those things add up. So make sure you're scoring. Because it doesn't matter if it hurts the person or not. If it's scoring, that's what really matters. Um, especially in those moments where it doesn't look like anybody's getting finished. You need to score as much as possible. That's why rounds that are even, a uh, guy shoots and gets a takedown. Uh, even though he didn't do anything with the takedown necessarily, the sh- the fact that he shot and got the takedown with 10 seconds left might have won him the round. The same way a little leg kick here and there throughout the fight. Keeps you winning and ahead on the scorecards. But anyway, this is Yaz Island, man. This is going to be interesting to see. Um, I haven't. I, I, where's Bellator? I think they're, they're fighting in July. Had some part some partnership with Showtime. So, I mean, we need more of this because it looks as if certain parts of the country, at least, are going to be locked down again. So um, as much entertainment as possible from all the fight promoters would be great. If you're in the North Miami area or if you're in Miami in general, if you are in town visiting, which I'm not even sure people are doing that now. I mean, American Airlines said they're taking, they're going to add back the middle seats and all that stuff. I did not realize people were actually flying and traveling. So if you happen to come to town to Miami and you want to train, or if you're in Miami and you want to train and you want a place that's safe, not too many people right now. And, you know, it's a good time. You're learning. You're getting in shape. Please drop us a line at Lucky's MT Miami at Gmail or drop me a line at Lucky's Muay Thai on Instagram. We would love to have you, but you're going to have to contact us so we can book you in a spot, let you come by and check it out. Um, very limited classes right now. We're not fucking around with this coronavirus. Uh, I know that a lot of people are jumping right on it. and Listen, man, more power to you. I want everybody to be as successful as possible because Lord knows the government is not sending us any money. So if you got to get out there and work and make your money, I hope you're being safe. And I hope that you can, you know, make as much as you can, because who knows, man, they might try to shut it down again. Um, but that being said, we're in North Miami, 15423 Northeast 21st Avenue, and I'll be waiting. All right. In MMA news last night, uh, your boy, Mike Perry, Florida own, decided to um, act a damn fool. He knocked out some old dude at a bar, allegedly hit somebody else before that, like, whatever. It's not that that act is whatever, but if you remember, Conor McGregor did a, a thing similar. He didn't knock the dude out, but he did crack the dude with a left at a bar where he was, uh, you know, handing out samples of his whiskey. And we've seen other things that have happened over the years. Mental health in fighting is overlooked. Um, straight up. So I would just urge anybody out there. That's infighting amateur professional, whatever you're doing, obviously, you know, the spokesperson jumped out, uh, over the last, you know, year or so has been Tyson Fury because he had to deal with all these mental struggle, mental health issues. And he decided he was going to share his struggle with the world and jump out there and try to help people. And, He's still doing that. People still look up to him. People still listen to him. But I feel like a lot of that has subsided. And I feel like it's especially necessary now considering the time we're in. I mean, some places gyms are open. Some places gyms are closed. But I know that a lot of people use the gym for their therapy. And it is super helpful, obviously, to be able to go and hit a bag Um Hitting the weights in a social environment, whether that's just doing it by yourself in the gym or doing it in a, in a CrossFit class or whatever it is that you like to do. If those things are going away again, or they're not open in your area and they haven't been open in months and months, what are you doing about your mental health? I mean, if you are an avid, you know, Boxer that goes to the to the gym to hit the bag or whatever it is for years, and that's now taken away from you, and your work is now taken away from you. What are you doing for your mental health? Are you meditating? Are you talking to people? Do you have a therapist, a counselor? Um, for me, I use my right now. I'm using my family to reach out to, but I use Headspace to meditate. I feel like it's super important to right now try to center you know, I think the anxiety is at an all-time high. I know mine is. I've had some terrible anxiety, um, up and down all the time, uh, because of this and because of the gym and because of whatever the scenarios are. And obviously I keep it pushing no matter what, but, you know, what are you doing for yourself if the gym is closed and that's how you, you do your therapy? I'm actually working on a 501c3 for, uh, Muay Thai for therapy. So, you know, I hope others out there are figuring out ways to find balance during this crazy effing time. <laughs> um, but back to, like, uh, Mike Perry. You know, you see this stuff across combat sports. Um, you know, obviously, Adrian Broner's had some issues in boxing. And it's just unfortunate, you know, that um, it's either overlooked looked down upon or not taken seriously, I am not certain. I think it would be Um if there's not already I know that in the NBA they have you know counselors for teams and all this stuff, I I know because my father's one of them. But I think that should be necessary or should be available for Fighters in every sport. I think the uh, NFL obviously has them. I'm not sure if the UFC does. And if they do, that's fantastic. Um, I think it should be far, they should be far more available. You can't force anybody to do anything. But when you have scenarios where guys are knocking guys out at bars, listen, Mike Perry is a, a really powerful dude, right? This dude can fight, he is not a joke. He is not to be taken lightly in a in a fight against another person of his caliber. He should definitely not be taken lightly on the street against somebody with no skills and and maybe obviously older. Um and it's dangerous for them and that person. It's not just that person. They they also are in endang- putting endangering themselves. I mean, look, we know what Conor McGregor has done in the octagon. And he cracked an old man sitting down at a bar. If mental health isn't an issue that needs to be addressed, I mean, I, then I have literally no idea what I'm talking about. None. And um, I'm just saying this because I know, I know, everyone I've talked to is struggling with some sort of anxiety or some sort of, you know, issues because they haven't been able to work out the way they want to, be social the way they want to. Um, And this is just us, like on a regular, you know, average Joe level. But if you're out there fighting, you know, preparing for fights and constantly in the, you know, in the gym and constantly, you know, beating your brains out with another person, but then you, you know, you can't do that. You got to have an outlet. They said you can go to a restaurant and have a drink. You can go have a drink. I don't know, man. I feel like there's a lot of opportunity for bad things to happen, not just now, but just in general. And that mental health needs to be addressed in combat sports, I think, a little bit more aggressively. Um, doctors that uh, concentrate on mental health should be readily available and should be um, marketed to the fighters right? Like regularly, like, listen, man, this person's available every month, um, for either for free, if the, if the promotion so decides or at a super discounted rate, like there, there has to be a way because, um, fighters deal with a lot of, a lot of mental stress and not all of them have an outlet or somebody. Um, a lot of them come from places where, they don't trust people already. And now they're in position where they have to start trying to trust people that they, they don't think they can trust. Um, uh, if it was up to me, it would have to be, it would be part of the evaluation. I mean, I think you go get your, you know, your head scanned, you go get your body checked by the doctors. I think, you know, a fucking 10 minute, 15 minute mental health evaluation, you know, um, At some point, you know, once a year, man, once a year, go talk to somebody for 15 minutes that the, that the fighters have decided is okay to talk to and, you know, or have their own, they have their own person and just, um, you know, touch base on where, where you are mentally, you know, you go through injuries, you can't fight, you can't walk, you can't work, you know, you're dropped from the rankings. You don't think you'll ever get back there. They tell you, uh, you know, your, your fight career's in jeopardy. What if you're, you know, you're young, you're just starting out? I don't know. Anyway, it's my opinion, not that it matters that, um, you know, fighters should be evaluated for their own safety all the time. Check in, baby. Check in. It's not just your body and it's not just a balance of like, Oh, I have to be balanced before the fight and all. Yeah, no, man. It's, it's when you're not fighting. It's when things are, you know, in your personal life that are a problem or, or whatever, right? Financial relationships, uh, training, whatever it could be. It's not for everybody. Some people got that shit down, but. Uh, if you're struggling with mental health, make sure you fucking hit somebody up. Figure it out. If you're a promoter, try to offer it to your fighters in a way that um, makes them feel comfortable. You know, they shouldn't feel uncomfortable anyway. So even, you know, they know there's a stigma to, attached to uh, mental health, but, you know, we got to get past it. And um, watching Mike Perry in that video was enough for me to um, get on here and say something about it. So. Much love out there. I hope y'all are feeling safe and doing your, doing the right things for your mental health, meditating and so forth. I'm going to do what I can to keep mine balanced and straight during these corona times. Um, I'm going to leave a number or put it somewhere, maybe down here where you can reach out, um, to some sort of helpline. Oh, there it is. All right. If you need that, hit it up. Um, much love out there. Hit me up if you need to talk. I'm always around. All right, people, I'm going to end this episode with a movie recommendation. Uh, if you haven't seen A Prayer Before Dawn, um, you got to see it, especially if you're into Muay Thai and obviously if you're into any other combat sports or you just want to see a good movie. Now, the fight scenes are brutal, so if you're not into that, I suggest you don't watch this. The story is dramatic. Uh, Billy Moore was a boxer, an English boxer, and he ended up in a Thai prison. And for those that don't know, there's programs in Thailand where... You can uh, fight your way out of prison, basically. You can win a number of fights, obviously showing your discipline and so forth, and you'll be allowed to um, forego your sentence. So Billy Moore decides he wants to try to do that, and it's crazy. So if you don't know his story, or you don't know the story, or you have not seen this movie, please go and watch it, and then drop me a line and let me know what you think. Um... I don't know if it's my favorite. I mean, obviously, Ang Bak and all those are my, you know, the originals, like where I was like, oh, I like, I mean, and, you know, give Jean-Claude his credit as well. But A Prayer Before Dawn is pretty good, man. Pretty realistic in, uh, in a lot of ways. It doesn't have, you know, a lot of uh, martial arts movies have a lot of sort of these, these uh, scenes, these joking scenes where, you know, something happens and it's super funny. And this movie has very, very few of those because Billy Moore's story was incredibly uh, crazy involving violence and drugs and, you know, gangs and whatever, all these different crazy things. So um, go check it out, A Prayer Before Dawn. If you're a fan of the BCMA podcast, make sure you hit that like button, that subscribe button, that notification bell, and share this with your friends. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, obviously the show is better. Uh, on YouTube, cause you get to see all my nonsense. Uh, if you're listening on, uh, Spotify or wherever you get your podcast from, I hope you enjoy. Make sure you subscribe. Go catch me on YouTube, uh, at Lucky's Muay Thai. You'll know, you'll know where I'm at. You can find me over there. And, uh, I love y'all as usual. Peace. <sighs> Take a deep breath, man. We're gonna get through this.